Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Yes, a good afternoon, a good morning and a good evening to you, however you may be listening and wherever you may be listening. This is the Man on the Post podcast, one of our daily specials. Marcus, why are you laughing? No, carry on. Laughing or something else, okay. Um, Bit of a situation here tonight, basically because everyone else has busy schedules, don't know what they're doing on Sunday. Let's just hope that let's just hope it's legal. That's my only my only concern. But due to that, we've had to get someone in off the substitutes bench. Marcus Sierra, who you've uh, heard many times before, coming off the subs bench for our Sunday shows, has very gladly, well, gladly, well, well, he's been coerced into it. I'm tired. D- I'm very tired. It's been a long day. It's been hot, sweaty, very bored. Uh, How can you be bored when it's the World Cup? Oh, because it's been two really shit matches. That's why. Okay, there you go. But that's the voice of Marcus, who's you know been dragged into uh, co-host this episode of the, of the uh, Man on the Post special. He's now just closing the window for yeah, whatever reason. So I just, you know, noise. Yeah, I'll just you know kick it off. Keep basically, dying. go ahead. Basically, I think what you said was more or less correct. Two shite games, but <laughs> have we just been you know blessed with the game that was yesterday, France v Argentina? Now everything is just going to look bad by comparison. No, I'm really annoyed because I missed those games yesterday because I was working. The one day I get off to actually watch some football, and then I've got two penalty shootouts to part with. And a load of dross in between. Okay, well let's just well, let's start from the top. Come on, let's let, go. Okay, let's hope. One, so. ho- okay, let's hope that hasn't dampened your mood. If you're still with us, no. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus has. Guys, put- I'm really, really happy to be on, but it's also quarter to ten. I've put up with two hours of football per match, two penalty shootouts, people that couldn't score in a brothel. You know, frankly, I'm just uh, I've had it up to here with World Cup today. If that's the standard. Okay, so we'll so we'll get there. So again. first match, Russia against the Spain. States. Let's go, man. Let's okay. go. Started off incredibly well with Sergio Ramos doing what Sergio Ramos does. Being shit. the ultimate shithouse, God love him. And no, he managed to score whilst wrestling someone to the ground. You know, all, cre- all credit to him. Yeah, absolutely. You know, set piece, set up. He even flicked it off the guy's boot and then went off to celebrate himself. As if it was his own. Exactly. That's what I love about Sergio Ramos. He's an absolute bastard, but you know what? He's a winner as well. So and you, you know what? Good luck you, to him. And you love him for it. He's, absolutely. I'd have him no other way. That's, you know, if he wasn't like that, he wouldn't have two European championships. He wouldn't have a World Cup medal. He wouldn't have back-to-back-to-back Champions League trophies. He wouldn't have all the La Liga titles. And all the other accolades, and probably a banging wife as well. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't have him any other way. No, absolutely not. Um, then the rest of the game is sort of filled out. Really, the only talking major talking points from both of these games have been the goals. There was nothing really going on in between. Well, but with the exception of two, which we'll get to, uh, Russia's equaliser coming from the penalty spot, Jao PK with one of the more obvious handballs that we're going to see in this World Cup. Yeah, no, no need for VAR on this one. No, it's the word of the day, isn't it? Penalty. Uh, yeah, really obvious. 
Reyes off handball and that's position. I'm not sure tr- what he's trying to achieve at that point. Uh, I think maybe it's because it's po- t- pushing towards the end of the second half. Uh, just want to get half time at one nil. But no, the thing is, yeah, it sounds really cliche. Spain were the better team. They played the better football. I think they were the ones looking to win the match, and Russia were looking just to just play, hit just playing for penalties. Well, no, just to hit them on the counter and maybe sort of you know sneak an opportunity as and when they could. So I think the stats by the end of extra time were like. I think Russia had like six shots in total. Spain, I think Spain one on target. I think Spain had like twenty two, yeah, twenty and, odd, and like eight that. on target. Some long, yeah. Lines. That's what I mean. So they they played for that. They played to basically um, keep the scoreline down, hold out, and see what they could, you know, see what they could sort of uh, smash and grab. Okay, and the game could have changed, you know, um, for the I suppose for the better if you want to put that. I can't even remember if it was in extra time or normal time. It was just it was that. It was only nine hours ago. Well, less than nine hours ago, but it just seems so far away. God, you've been here for nine hours. I know. <laughs> so, and we had and we had the wonderful Bruce and Panda, Marx's yeah, two colleagues, dogs interrupting us midway through. Chipping in. Yeah, sort of distracting us. But there was the uh, VAR incident. You know, Spain could have had a penalty. I forget um, which defender it was, was dragging. I forget which Spain attacker it was. <laughs> I should have taken notes, but I thought we sh- I thought we'd be able to get through I'm this. I'm so tired. <laughs> I can't remember what you're talking about. You don't but, remember? You don't yeah, remember? the VAR that he said let go. He said oh, let oh, no. go. Uh, yeah. He didn't even go to look at it, did he? No, they, he never checked. The VAR yeah. people said, leave it at that. Leave it, Which, yeah, that was it. It's going to lead to a bunch of conspiracy theories. You know, all the you know, the banter accounts oh, have made the... the Russians juicing. Yeah, that. made yeah. the jokes, you know, the, the referee was speaking to Putin, you know. <laughs> are you going, you, I saw, the best one I saw was, you know, this is Vladimir, do you see those empty seats up in the stand where your family were? <laughs> I think it was the best one. You know, yeah, it's... The jokes are going to be made. Yeah, exactly. No. You, do, you don't want to make... You know, go too deep into it. It is just a joke, but, you know, it's based on whatever theories and all that. It's just a bit of a wind-up. Blah, blah, blah. We don't condone that. No, we don't. Yeah, Russia's doing it. It's very, doing very it. bad. But, however, it's fucking brilliant to make fun of. So, carry they're, on. They're doing everything legally. Yep, absolutely legally. fine. Uh, main um, talking point to take away from that was probably uh, the world's best goalkeeper, allegedly. David De Gea? Yeah. What about him, well, specifically? Just, well, just not doing jack shit. Well, he could, well, he couldn't really do much. The, the shots he had against him... Were all penalties. Well, when you just think about his performance in the World Cup in general, it hasn't been it hasn't been great. No, that's what I mean for the world's best goalkeeper. Allegedly, uh, yeah. I realise. So one was a free kick and the other was a penalty against Cristiano Ronaldo. I forget the second. One. Oh, the second one was, was, that was the one he lost. Yeah. yeah, the one that he completely bolstered up. Um, I think was it two he conceded against Morocco. Yes, in the last game. they one, drew two each. One of them was a corner, that's all I remember. And I didn't see that game. I was watching the Iran-Portugal game, so I can't remember how that... Same, actually. Yeah, I caught the second half of that. Yeah. yeah, I've missed a lot of this World Cup, so I'm very much like spitballing bits that I've picked up here and there. That ruins the debate that we're going to have later after uh, this. Anyway. Yeah, we'll get to that. But another one of the talking points is Andreas Iniesta on the bench. You think he's, you know, he's one of, if not the... Uh, focal points for Spain just in general you know iconic figure in a game like this is that something you really want to take your chances with um, to have Iniesta on the I mean, he came on late on but is that surely Iniesta's a player you want to have starting you know best foot forward all guns blazing go from there I don't know Jeff from accounting might have been tired could have been carrying a knock could have had some paperwork to do we're, we're going to need some we're going to need some context on so, that uh, alright so I, I don't know where it came up from but you just look at Andres Iniesta he looks like basic, every basic banker that works in um 
oh, what's it called in London? Canary Wharf. It actually came from Dara Brin on an episode of Fighting Talk about ten years ago. That's where it came from. Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, so and, we, and, me, and me and Marcus have just run with it. Yeah, ever since. it works. Isn't it? I don't know if Dara Brin ever does, but we've just run with it. Then it goes to penalties, and the hair misses a lot. Akinfei gets a couple. Yeah, like I think that. he saved two. I can't. Again, I should have made notes on this, but it's just. Too damn hot. I just, I'm probably, yeah. I probably would have made the wrong no, answer. Look, anyway. this this isn't going to be the greatest podcast in the world. We can. I, I'm, I'm willing to concede that. The now. fact that we've had to get someone in who's not even yeah. on the podcast of, crew. Of the twelve people in that fucking group chat, and I've been drafted in last minute after putting up with that hellacious load of football. Do you know what they're doing, Ross? Feel free to edit that out, by the way. Do, do, do you know what they're doing right now? They're all off for a nice cold beer and probably going to bed, not having to part with. Either doing this, they probably foresaw that this was going to be. Yeah, terrible they saw this. I know. I don't want to do anything. Yeah, nothing There's to do with me. Yeah, just, just get the bum off the bench to step in and do it. So, yeah. All right, fine. I'll clean up everyone else's mess. But, and suppose the real the hi Ross. <laughs> nice to speak to you, Ross. How you doing, Ross? Thanks for letting me on your podcast, Ross. He means that seriously. <laughs> he, he's, he's he means that. Um, I'm tired, Ross. And I suppose the talking points all coming out of this now is. Russia, how far can they go? Even you know. Well, that's when the conspiracy starts, doesn't it? The I was say, again, their, again. Ne- their next game is against um, the winners of the next game. We just charm. Spoiler alert: Croatia won the second game. They're against <laughs> Croatia next round. We're just whizzing away through that because yeah. we missed the best part. We did because, but anyway, we'll, we'll get on to that. But just Russia, yeah. how far can they realistically far, go? Uh, so they're going to play Croatia next. Uh, well, the thing is, uh, what I saw Croatia tonight, there was nothing inspiring compared to the way they tore apart. Argentina. Exactly. Russia are going to look at that and performance and just say, Hang we on. can take this. That's it. It's just If they deploy the same tactic of sitting off, hitting on the counter and all and that. And again, maybe even playing for extra time and penalties. Well, it's it's always good to see the home nation of, or host nation of a tournament getting to a certain point because, I, I don't know, there's, there's like a novelty to it. Yeah. In the same way that France got to the final of the Euros a couple of years ago. Yeah, even South, even even the, the little country, South Korea in 2002. It's, yeah, exactly. It, it gives a little something. Exactly. It's a shame that South Africa didn't get any further. Yeah. A few years back. And, well, you saw Brazil four years ago. And, well, that look, was how that, look how that ended. That was fun. That was great. But, yeah, I think the further Russia get, the stronger the conspiracy theories will get. And his thing, if they win the thing, that's when they're going to properly, they're going to stop being jokes and be serious inquiries. Yeah. And do you know what? I'm all for that because that is shithousery at its finest. Indeed. If they, uh, they want to juice up and bring it back home to the motherland, they can go right ahead. Okay. Oh yeah. Now moving on to the second game, which <laughs> I need a coffee again. <laughs> we missed because for some reason, because we uh, uh, spent the gap between. Spain, Russia, and uh, Croatia, Denmark playing. Which game was it we played? Uh, we played all sorts. Of, we had a proper throwback. I feel like I was fourteen again. Yeah, all the fantastic. all the old. We just played all the old football games. Uh, World Cup two thousand two, FIFA o three. There was another football game. I swear. FIFA we played. Street. FIFA Street. That was it. Yeah. The best. Oh, we played game. Rat Attack as well. <laughs> Rat. <Attack. laughs> so we we basically filled the time playing PlayStation, and we were. I think we had one more. We had like ten minutes left. And we said, right, we can squeeze in one more game of FIFA. It'll go a minute over, but we won't miss much. You know, kickoffs are always late. Anthems, whatever. Don't we'll, know them anyway. Quite exactly. On. Exactly. We won't miss much. 
Turns out we missed the first. We missed uh, who even scored first? Denmark. Denmark scoring first. Ahead. Yeah. And then in the process of saying, right, hang on, Denmark have scored here. We've got to turn over. Croatia went and scored. They were celebrating, weren't they? Exactly. Croatia. So Denmark scored there. You know, have become the Iceland of the tournament now. Well, they can't go any further with it, but somehow got a long throw out of nowhere. Pinball in the box and came off someone's face. Yeah, which is always cracking to see. Yeah, and then tapped in, tapped in the back post, and then he came out. Mansukic, uh, one of those being in the right place in the right time. Ball came. Ah, uh, it's ball. a poacher's. Yeah, it cleared. It hit, hit off someone's face, and he just landed to him, and he poked it in. And yeah. It's Mansukic doing what Mansukic does best. Then we had another hundred and fifteen minutes of. Bullshit. Nothing. I mean, I mean, we don't even want. I mean, we want to talk because we've got half an hour's worth of saying that we could. <laughs> we, can't. we could, but there was nothing to I'm, talk. I'm about. watching the highlights in the background. They've already cut to an old penalty shootout from when Slavin Bilic was in charge to talk about that instead. That, that's how boring it was. They're talking about other games. I was tired. I was swiping left and right all over whilst it was going on. <laughs> it wasn't the greatest game. We'll we, we have picked the wrong night. In fact, we have picked the wrong night. But anyway, some swamp there was, down there. Carry there was, on. There was one bit of um, there was one highlight that we you know, need to talk about. Um, again, VAR not get uh, VAR didn't get involved, did they, Marcus? With the uh, Jorgensen bringing down uh, under uh, Croatian Croatian attacker. I think it was that Belad. Belacic. Belacic. Belacic, something like that. I made that up. Yeah, <laughs> it could have been that. I have no idea. Bringing down... Uh, putting more or less what Luis Suarez did in 2010. One of those, hang on, you know, he's probably going to score. Lifeline. Yeah, sort of. throw a lifeline. You yeah. know, he's either going to score or I'm going to delay the scoring and he may work it out. And it worked to perfection. Best, best move I've seen in the tournament so far. Really? Yeah, absolutely. For, well... <laughs> He stops him um, scoring from an open goal. Absolutely. You do everything you can. And the fact that the rules have now been adapted, that you don't get sent off for that, because he tried to play the ball, so it's not the it triple penalty. Triple penalty, yeah. Yeah. No, fair deuce to him. Absolutely. You do what you got to do. I mean, it's, obviously they didn't make it out after penalty shootout, but had Croatia gone 2-1 up, there would be no penalty shootout, so there wouldn't exactly. have been so, any chance of him getting through. I mean, yeah, and now... In hindsight, it wouldn't have made a difference, but at the time, again, at the time, and again, Luis Suarez in 2010, you do what you need to do. Yeah, they missed that penalty, went to a penalty shootout. Uruguay beat Ghana, yeah, and went through. Yeah. So, you take that risk, you roll the dice, sometimes it comes off, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, no, it's it's that sort of never say die attitude. And when you get to the last 16 of a World Cup, especially when you've seen the teams that have gone out and the teams that have gone through, yeah. Yes. That side of the tournament, that half of the tournament has... Oh, what was it you were saying? I mean, here we go. Let's do what ITV and BBC do. We're talking about the other games, so let's have the England update. Yeah. What was it you were saying to me? I think it was right It was right after the uh, Russia game. Right after the Russia game. I was saying this, is probably, this will probably be the best opportunity for England to win any tournament, let alone the World Cup, for at least the next 20 years. Yeah. Cause you- Based on the quality of the teams left... The teams that have gone out, uh, even the quality of the quote-unquote better teams being not, su- haven't, subpar. There's no standout team No team has set this tournament alight yet. No, no one stood out to me. Got a bar Croatia in the group stages. Where you thought, hang on, they I could do this. They but look, then they've 
stuttered. But yeah, they yeah they faltered against Denmark and not really looked that inspired. As we said, we've just watched over an hour and a half of complete crap. Yeah, uh, from them. Uh, no, in terms of England, like this will be the best opportunity they will get for at least another twenty years. The last one was Italia ninety, mm-hmm. where they you know came agonizingly close to reaching the final. Uh, they didn't get didn't get as close in two thousand and two, but I said they were one player short of possibly winning that tournament. Yeah, Alan Shearer. He Alan Shearer retired. He he'd retired. He retired okay, in year two thousand. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if he. Yeah, so you had Heskey and Owen up top. I maintain if Shearer was playing instead of Heskey in that match alongside Owen, they'd have beaten Brazil, and then could have gone on <laughs> to win it. Uh, but yeah, to see what's left, like and that side of the draw where you've now got uh, Croatia. Russia, uh, Russia, England, Colombia, Spain. Spain. No, 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 it's uh, not Spain. Sweden, Switzerland, and Sweden, Switzerland. You know, like there is a huge, huge opportunity there to I... go go any sort of distance. And we don't want to sort of be that this whole you know looking ahead thing. But there is that bit in the back of your mind, and the fact that everyone's talking about it. I mean, it seems it's acceptable to. But yeah, if England get past Colombia. They are. What was I saying earlier? England were now are now third favourites to win the World Cup behind Brazil and Brazil France. and France, who yeah. are on the same side of the thing. So, so worst comes to worst. Thing. So worst comes to worst, England are going to be one or second favourites to win the thing. Eventually, yeah, yeah, they could be. I mean, that's if they get past Colombia first. Yeah, they've got to get past Colombia, and that's what you'd want them to focus on. It's just like um, just literally not getting ahead of themselves because the moment they look at these results and go. Hang on, got, we've got, got this. Got a choice here. That's when concentration will start to slip up. That's when Colombia uh, will take them apart. But they should, in theory, in theory, England should, you know, step aside and easily, not easily, but, you know, take care of Colombia and, and move on from that. Yeah. it's The, the real challenge comes from um, the re- uh, resilience of the likes of Sweden. As a team, yeah, like they were desperately unlucky to lose against Germany, uh, Switzerland. There's a there is a good team in there somewhere. Hasn't hit. It just it, they the, the sort of similar levels of England. A lot, a lot of very good players. Yeah, better than some of their parts sort of thing. But like Switzerland don't have that. They have Xhaka, but I don't know if he can. If Xhaka, they've got Shakiri. I don't. Shakiri's the one I mean. Yeah. I don't know if Shakiri can be the line the. Uh, Standout player that Harry Kane is for in and that yeah. one last bit to get you over the edge. I don't know if he stands out that. I mean, much. he did that against Serbia. Mm. So it's those little different. That's those little yeah. quality that make the difference. But again, no yeah. point looking that far ahead and, unless England beat Colombia. And if they don't beat Colombia, they... they will fucking regret it for years and years to come. Yeah. Because that's a huge opportunity lost at that point. Yeah. If they don't take care of that, they'll go back to their strongest eleven, as will Colombia, obviously. But with um, with no, you're right, boy. Hello, we're being joined by a dog. Go back to bed. Go on. Go back to... Anyway, leave him to it. Yeah. No, James Rodriguez, Falcao. It looks. It looks like. It looks like Falco. Falcao. No, no disrespect, but clearly past his prime. I realise he got his first World Cup goal this tournament. He's capable of scoring. He's still not the same player. But he's, yeah, he's not what he was. Uh, there's a huge opportunity there. Carlos Sanchez, Harry Kane will know him very well. 
David's you know, and David, sorry. Carlos Sanchez was one for Aston Villa. Oh. Again, it's late, it's hot, Marx yeah. is bored. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I tried to do my best it. to entertain him all night, but there's only so much I can yeah. do. Yeah, no, you didn't try your best. <laughs> <laughs> right, move on, next, move on. what's next. next? Right, there's only really so much, um, I, again, not the greatest thing. Again, we've only got two games to talk about as well, which sort of hampers things. Previous days we've had three or four games to talk about, so we sort of Well, that's how it. tournaments work. It Matt. is how tournaments work. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, was that any worse than what Gary Neville said today? What did he With say? With the missed penalty. Does he go the same way or does he oh, change yeah. it? Oh, so yeah. He's he... got two, two yeah. options. Does he go the same way or does he go the opposite way? Well, Gary, we're about to find out in the next three seconds. You just shut up. Talk to the other. But this is your first time on the World Cup podcast. How have you found? True. How have you found the World Cup? Just in general. The thing is, I've not been able to catch as much of it. But um, what you have seen. What I have seen. Uh, I just realised how much this looks like I'm interviewing you. Yeah. Now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say you've got you've got Shearer on the podcast, so you know you can label that and do what you want with it. And yeah. all that. Here we yeah. go. This helps. We're getting highlights of the previous match as well. So if we it's get bit... stuck, anyway, uh, World Cup so far, uh, more enjoyable than I anticipated. Far better than the Euros two years ago, but I still don't see it as head of. Um, 2014. 2014. You love that competition. I really loved that because it was just out and out attacking, balls to the wall, bollocks to defending, um, goalkeepers making all you know all sorts of saves. Tim Howard, namely for America, uh, games at one in the morning and eleven at night. It was just it was a mental time for everyone. Anyway, you're complaining about games at one o'clock in the morning, but now you're complaining about yeah. But I, hang on, I also booked time off work. To watch all of that tournament, and I really enjoyed it. This one I have been working because I love my job, and I've managed to catch it here and there. Uh, quality of the lesser teams, uh, it's been good. Um, there's been I, I don't know. There's been some upsets, but I mean we're used to seeing the holders go out. We've seen it like four. Oh times yeah, there's now. there's the tweet that's been circulating. Yeah, well, Germany, nausea. Spain, Italy, uh, France in two thousand and two. Um, went out in the group stage so we've seen yeah. it a fair few times over the last few years so again that's just another story few upsets uh, but again you know Brazil haven't really inspired me particularly for these alleged favourites um, compared to what they were four years ago they're, they're good but I always have this theory of like I see how much quality Brazil have got and it's almost like too many cooks yeah, and you got a front three of what Coutinho, Neymar, and Jesus, and Jesus, and you got to bring Firmino into the fold, and then you've got to balance out um, Fernandinho. Well, Fernandinho doesn't even make the first eleven. Um, who's number five? Is it Casemiro? Yeah, yeah, Casemiro. Right. Yeah, and trying to get that equal balance and not having like that out and out number ten behind. I I don't know. It's been a bit f- faltering with Brazil. Like, there's been good matches. But it's mostly been down to inept defending, more than it has like out and out quality. Like Spain never yeah, really you, sort of. You say inept defending. There's been more own goals in this tournament than there has been ever, ever, ever. In the tournament. That's what I mean. Like it's just been absolute. It's just been a bit of a shit show, but, which is good, because then you know you get prime opportunities off the back of that. Yeah. You get you get various. That's stuff. when you get the likes of 
you know, you know, Japan getting through. South yep. Korea putting in a good performance against the Germans. Well, Neuer going left wing, and <laughs> I, unfortunately, I didn't get to see that because I was working. I watched the highlights later, and I always pissed myself watching that. That was absolutely brilliant. I was listening to it on the radio at the time, and it was just absolutely just surreal. Um, but yeah, you just you see the standard. You just you know you just see the standard you know things like yeah. Stories will always come from all tournaments like that. And, you know, the biggest stories so far are Russians getting as far as they have, Spain going out, Germans. Germans going out in the group stages, bottom of the group. Probably the biggest story today. Is that a bigger, is that, that a bigger shock than Spain in 2014? Which you said, you know, when you put us talking about which World Cup is better, that was one of the things you put top of the well, list. I, I put, was the Spanish being spanked by the Dutch. It was the, yeah, it was the manner of it. Because we'd had years and years of tic-a-tac of football that they had developed from 2006 or seven onwards. And then you'd see, you watched it being dismantled in Brazil, of all places. Mm. No disrespect to Russia, but... You know, that's not exactly like a homeland of football yeah. the same way Brazil is. To be at Brazil, to have the whole world watching, and it was, let's be fair, reigning champions, and just to watch them get torn apart the way they did. Pretty sure they took the lead that day as well. They did. So we thought, okay, here we go again. And the way that Iron Robin just hit them back, I just, I don't know, that just stuck with me. Just the way that he danced around Ramos and Casillas and just yeah. sl- slotted it into an empty net with pure ease. And then when they came up against Chile, and again, got I think they got hit, beat like 3-0. 3-0, yeah. Yeah, like something that. like that. So the manner of the way Spain went out was bigger Not- to me than Germany, because Germany did win last minute, and it looked like they could have made a comeback. Even when they played South Korea, if they'd just taken their chances, they'd have easily gotten through. Yeah. I, and if my auntie had bollocks, blah, 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 whatever. If it's not candy and nuts. Yeah. Right. But, so... That to me was the biggest story at the time, and I—I I mean, I can't look past the seven-one either. Brazil again in their yeah. home home nation. That's what made the tournament for me. Uh, so, uh, every group stage match in twenty fourteen was unmissable to me, apart from maybe one. They were all high scoring, all end to end. Everyone gunning for it. You had a few here that were a bit sort of few duds, you know, mostly good. I was going to say only, good... only only the one nil nil. Yeah, uh, who was that? France and Denmark in the of last game. Of course it was. That's right. Yeah, but they'd already gotten through a pair of them by that point, hadn't yeah. they? And that's where the the problems lie with like the likes of um, the, you know, when they both know they're getting through, they start to slow the game down. And it becomes more tactical. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's um, it's frustrating, but well, you just leave it alone, Matt. Matt. Oh, sorry. Matt, concentrate. Yeah. Back here. Back it. Oh, you're telling, this oh for you're telling me. Yes. You're telling me yeah. to concentrate. Yeah. I'm back here. I'm doing this for you. Okay. Do your favorite. Right. Uh, so no, I've enjoyed the tournament. Um, obviously, starting, starting to slow down with games now, um, but it's good to see lesser nations get opportunities like this instead of seeing the same old yeah. set of top ten or whatever it is in the world yeah. take up the same places in the well, not not ten in the quarterfinal, but you know what I mean. Just like the same big country yeah. names like you know Brazil, Germany, Portugal, Spain. You know a few of them dropping out, and yeah. then the likes of Switzerland or. Russia or anyone else or possibly even Japan. Yeah. Maybe even Mexico. Mexico might be... The way this this World Cup's gone, you wouldn't be surprised. Hey, Mexico tore apart the world reigning champions. Yeah. There's no reason they couldn't take the game to Brazil either. Yeah. Right. That just more or less wraps up. We're good? Yeah, we're on a time constraint, so that means you you, you can be in Ben 5 I've got to walk my dog yet. Okay, fair enough. Talk. Don't walk him in dog? the dark. You have two dogs, so you're neglecting uh, the other. Uh, all right, I'll take one out and get the other out. Yes, yeah, okay, like fair enough. Right, so that's, that it. wraps up uh, today's edition of the Man on the Post podcast. 
Don't forget, you can always follow us on Twitter, which is at Man on the Post. You can follow me on Twitter at MattReese63, M-A-T-T-R-H-Y-S-63. Marcus, do you want to give yours out? or No, not? I'm not really bothered because I want to get off it. Okay, so, Marcus whatever. doesn't like social media. Just... I'm on Twitter, but... Mm, he doesn't, he doesn't care about it. Yeah. Which all that means is for us to take... Just... Who, who's on tomorrow? I have no idea. There's, there's, a, there's a schedule, but I haven't it's seen it. It's not yet. me. It's not you. That's all that matters. <laughs> all that's left to say is a big thank you for Marcus for helping us out, as always, off the substitute bench. Cheers, like, Ross. like um, his, nice to. I've not even met him yet. But like, like his hero, he's Sammy Amiobi. Uh, steady on. Yeah. Steady on. Thanks very much. Other than that, all that's left to say is for me to say goodbye, and please always remember to have your man on the post. Uh,